This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Howdy, welcome to it. Oh, I started, oh man, I almost, I, <laughs> I'm not even trying. Hi, how are you? How, how the hell are you? Good to see you. I'm not even trying. Thanks for uh, coming along for the ride today. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. And of course, Instagram. Yeah, you heard me, Instagram. At Jeff EMRA. Okay. Now we have a segment here that I'd like to like to talk about. I, I was looking at these stories and all of a sudden I realized that, hey, they're all about sex. Every single one of them. Dang, I, know, I know I'm not talking about the special occult where you, you know, get drunk and have wild sex with ladies at the bathhouse. Although it's pretty close. Uh, sex is important too. Okay. I mean, let's be clear. All jokes aside. Right. Right. You know, I'm right. And that's why we're going to run through some of these stories here just to let you know what's going on across America. Sexually. Teens and older adults in America are shifting to virtual sex, choosing pornography because it's Less risky than actually having sex. Yeah. No kidding. In the study, the porn phenomenon. And who didn't read that word for word? The only area of growth area why young and older men and women are turning to porn is because they believe a picture or a video is safer than the real thing. Now, while that is true, Sooner or later, you need a little human contact in your life, don't you? Come on now. I realize that's where we're headed. I know we are. I know we're going we're gonna to not have any children anymore. We're going to be dying for the robots to make us have kids. We're going to be dying for, oh, my God, those are the people over there that touch other people. Ooh. Ooh. We don't want to deal with those people. Go the other way. Seriously, I know we're headed that way. And I, I kind of don't blame you. I mean... 
in in virtual reality, everything happens perfectly, right? You don't you don't get turned down. You don't get said, "Ooh, no, don't touch me." They're not now. And ow! Oh, sorry. I mean, you don't get any of that, right? It's all perfect, and it all ends uh, happy, happy. And then you can go and eat your TV dinner. I mean, it's all good. And so I get it. But we do have to have a little human contact from time to time. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, I think so. But then you have, uh, this is why you have people like the Swedish politician who thinks that people would be happier with sex breaks at work. I could not agree more. However, he, that's not exactly what he's talking about. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Look, hey, 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 I'm not him. Now you think to yourself, oh, yeah. Sex break at work. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm thinking about sex break at work with Millie from accounting. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what you're thinking of, I know. But he's not. He's talking about going home. He's talking about uh, we don't spend enough time together as couples, so you take a break during the day, Go home, have sex, come back to work. Okay? While that sounds good, I'll grant you, A, what's going to happen is it's going to be Millie from accounting. Okay? Yeah, we we went home. Or it's going to be, uh, yeah, I went home and uh, I'm having so much fun with my wife, I'm not coming back. So you lose productivity. Uh, or you get home and the wife says, yeah, not today. <laughs> I had too much work to do. I stayed at work. <laughs> Clean the house. <laughs> That'd be a good way to get the house clean, though. You do not You do that, not the wife. Yep, I'm coming home, honey. Meet you there. Oh, honey, I'm here. Oh, man. You know what? Um, I was on my way out the door, and my boss snagged me, and I had a meeting, and then I had to do this, and I'm so sorry. You're there? Yeah, you might as well just clean the house, huh? That'd go over great, I think. All right, I think it would go over great. Hey, why don't you just clean the house, honey? <laughs> and, of course, that brings on, you know, everybody thinking that they have uh, great reasons the ultimate workout happens between the sheets. Sexercise. So you can read that on your own. I'm not going to go through the 657 reasons that under the between the sheets is great. I think you know most of them. And then you have churches like the North Carolina church that has some different ways of thinking about sex and relationships. Uh, the word of faith fellowship members must follow strict. And in this story, they consider it unusual rules or risk severe punishment. <laughs> yeah. You need permission from leader Jane Whaley and other ministers to get married, and that can take months or even a year, before the newlyweds are allowed to have sex. You need permission. <laughs> yeah. And most relationships and marriages are arranged by Whaley and the ministers. So you don't get to choose. A, who you're going to get married and have sex with. B, 
once they pick Mary Beth. <laughs> I think we all know what Mary Beth looks like. Uh, you can't even have sex with, you can't even think, well, okay, well, whatever. I mean, I'm here and she's here. All right, go ahead. You can't even do that. You got to wait for them to say, go ahead. So on their wedding night, couples are permitted only a godly peck on the cheek. When they get in bed together, they must roll over and go to sleep. Right. Did they check? I bet you they check. I bet you the, the church of uh, the church of no sex. What is this called again? The word of faith, word of faith fellowship. For all married couples, lovemaking is limited to 30 minutes. No foreplay. The lights must be turned off, and only the missionary position is sanctioned. Come on now. I mean, I'm all for the lights being off. Trust me. But, come on now. Come on now. Word of, what's her name again? Word of Faith Fellowship. Come on now. (laughs) Killing me. You're killing me. And we get this information from former members. Big surprise. I'm sure membership is dwindling. Couples need permission from church leadership to have children. Leaders dole out condoms. and Make sure unapproved women don't get pregnant. That might not be, that might not be so bad. That might not be so bad. I mean... How many times have you said to yourself, they let that person have a child? I mean, for real. You walk through the store. You know, you, you're you walking through the store. You're pushing the cart. You're going, holy crap. Why did they have kids? I mean, I know they said about me. I know it gets said about me. I guarantee it. You see me walking around. People are going, oh, my gosh. He has children. I know it's being said. So, I mean, that might not be a bad thing. The former followers said couples violating the rules can be publicly rebuked, subjected to violence, or forced to separate. Word of faith fellowship ain't messing around, man. We told you, uh, turn the light off, do a missionary style, and be done in 30 minutes. I mean, I'm almost okay with that now that I say it out loud like that. It's like, fine. I don't even have to take 30 minutes. Just turn the lights off. We're done. I can roll over and go to sleep. I'm almost okay with it. But I want to get pregnant. Yeah, no, they said not you. I got to go to sleep. You know, whatever. Is there, make sure the coffee maker's on and my lunch is ready to go because I got to go to sleep and go to work tomorrow. I mean, I'm almost okay with it, right? No? Not right? Okay. What could happen, though? is, uh, you know, it's possible. Uh, Like a woman in Scottsdale, Arizona, has been arrested because, uh, well, they were were having sex. And uh, he wouldn't look at her. She was... (laughs) And uh, since, uh, I mean, dude, you should have looked. You should have looked at her. Now, I understand... The philosophy behind not wanting to look at the girl's face. I mean, you're supposed to, you know, 
take out the trash. You're doing stuff around the house. You're working on the car. You're supposed to be thinking about other things. Because then if you look in the eyes, you're done. I got that philosophy. It's over. I understand that philosophy 100%. But when the female says, look at me, and you don't, especially if you're this, you, you know the females that you're with. Okay, we've all been with the females that are, you know, the uh, the Joni Tonys of the world. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, you know that's right. Yeah, the Marys and the Mays. I mean, uh, oh no, that's that's not Mary. No, 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 no. I'm Tony tonight. Yeah, I mean. So when Tony says, look at me, you should probably look because you end up like when Shania Jones said, look at me, you should have, you should have Shania. I mean, come on. First of all, name Shania Jones, you know, and you look at her, you know, she, I mean, split second, she's off. I have no idea who this woman is. I'm just looking at the picture. But she decided that you're not going to look at me. I'm getting my knife and I'm going to cut your penis off. Yay! You wish you would have looked at her, don't you? No, you ain't lying. (laughs) Uh, Got up, grabbed the kitchen knife, sliced it up. So, fortunately, I guess, I guess... uh, I guess they got it caught in time before he passed out. and I mean, that's doing some serious rehab, though. I don't want to, you know, how's rehab coming? Fine. <laughs> Do we need it? No. <laughs> I mean, come on. No, thank you. And when Shania calls, I'm coming over. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Does make you wish you looked at her, though, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And then, of course, we have uh, the reality show Dating Naked. Now, that's something, you know, we're always told about uh, we should eat naked, right? So we should should eat naked so you're actually, you see yourself in the mirror and you go, and, you know, I mean, first of all, clothes or no clothes. I'm looking at me in the mirror. I got it. I understand. But naked, you're supposed to be able to, you know, if you if you get naked and you sit at the table with a mirror, even if you don't have a mirror, I mean, you sit down naked at a table, I mean, oof. right? I mean, you're you're barely gonna, you're either gonna finish it and say you didn't care, out of, yup, that's me, bring me another chicken, or you're gonna push it away, right? You're just like, no, thank you. I can't sit here like look like this. Because really, at some point in your life, we talked about this a little bit last week, at some point when you decide, yep, you know, I'm going to be 800 pounds. But really, th- there is a point when you you know you're not going to be the six, seven, 800-pound person. But you do know, as like it or not, look, this is as good as it gets right here. You want a piece of this? So... When you reach the point of, look, this is as good as it gets, 
you're finishing the plate at the table, whether you're naked or not. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Two thousand seventeen is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Hey, sex is important segment still continues. One, uh, well, I'll leave you with one final story here. Uh, Amanda and Chad both come from conservative religious families. The couple has been in a relationship for eight years. They married when Amanda was only 18 and Chad was 21. Now they have two sons. We went to the same church. Our families were friends with each other. So we kind of had that small town Americana love story. Boy meets girl. They get married young. They have kids young. My family life was the definition of traditional. That all changed four years ago after they got married. Chad met a man named Jeremy. Both Chad and Jeremy worked at the church together and they eventually became best friends. Then Jeremy fell in love with Amanda. So not only did Chad become friends with Jeremy, so did Amanda. When I first realized I had feelings for my best friend's wife, I knew that it was just something that I had to deal with. The more time I spent with Amanda, the more I realized what an amazing person she is. And I just fell in love. Wanting to come clean to his best friend, Jeremy told Chad that he had feelings for his wife. This is me now. Usually not a good idea. Okay? It's just me. I would... If you were to say, hey, Jeff, should I tell the wife or should I tell the husband? I would say no. But Jeremy would not have that. Jeremy would not have that. He's telling Chad, his best friend. I did not expect what Jeremy had said to come out of his mouth, said Chad. Yeah, no kidding. Duh. He understood what Amanda and I were, what our family was. He wanted to join that. It did feel in a lot of ways that my entire foundation had been pulled out from underneath me. You think? However, instead of lashing out, he found a way to deal with it. With the new love triangle. 
They formed a relationship that included all three. Oh, my gosh. Falling in love with Jeremy was easy, said Amanda. And while it was and still is scary to fall in love with another man while still being legally married to my first husband, we three have been making it work for the last two years. Now, one of the ways that they've been making it work, and I, I find this fascinating, not as if the rest of it isn't. Amanda is a paralegal for the government and the family's breadwinner. How great is that? These two guys have figured out a way to be with the same woman, and she's the one footing the bill. That is outstanding. Chad and Jeremy are stay-at-home dads. The relationship has not been without its challenges. Chad has his own fears of not being as important to Amanda as he once was, and now that Jeremy is in the picture. But, hey, we both receive equal amount of time with Amanda. The trio began keeping a schedule. One night, Amanda sleeps with Chad, the next with Jeremy. On the third night, we all sleep together. They make a point of saying Amanda's in the middle. That would probably end soon. The first three months... I can't fantastic. I gotta tell you. I mean, it's hard enough getting a threesome. But if you got two guys that could be with one woman and she's footing the bill, damn. That's, that's genius. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. All right, so I'm in the break, and I'm hearing What's-Her-Face do her spot for uh, a place for mom. What's her name? I can't remember her silly name. Uh, Joan, 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 Joan London. Joan. Is that right, Joan London? Yeah. Joan Crawford's dead. Um, And who knows, then the other Joan is, look at her when she says to have sex with her, okay? Because it's off. Having a having a problem finding a place for mom. And what's the name of the place? A place for mom.com or whatever. I think that's the name of the place. I think we create a, a place where, because I, I already, look, I already gave a great promotion saying that I believe that the adult care facilities were actually better than they get the rap for. I've already gotten one tweet telling me I'm full of crap. That we've put my, my parents in and out of them and they're horrible. Okay. Well, maybe I create a horrible place and just live with it, right? So you, it's cheap. Because most people, you know, they don't want to spend the money. The one guy's already in trouble. He's siphoning money off. He's letting his dad stay at his his own house. He's paying his bills. He takes a couple bucks after paying the bills for hookers and blow, and they're pissed at him. Come on now. Come on, dad. There's TV dinners in the fridge. The house paid for. The power's on. Watch a little TV, you go to the bathroom, you go to bed. I'm taking a little extra on the side here because I'm out of here for a weekend, okay? I'm going to the casino. We got hookers and blow. And you're paying for it. Bye. I mean, that can't be. Come on now. So maybe we come up with, you know, like a hole for mom. Right? 
having problem paying having a problem paying for a place for your parents to live stop worrying a hole for mom i think so i think that's what i think we're going to create that i don't think anybody would be upset about it ever <laughs> i mean that's just a, this is a stupid morning show bit right a hole for mom and there's you can write your own jokes on top of it okay i mean you could just take it wherever you want to take it i'm just telling you i'm talking about a nerd you know a place for them to live is this is this thing over yet because i've had just about i've my day is spent. I mean, we've got Earth-sized planets. I don't even know what to talk to you about anymore. Oh, you know what we can talk about? A couple things. A, let's talk sports, but really not sports. Sports, but sports. Colin Kaepernick has decided he's got his new manager. He's a free agent now in the NFL. Uh, not going to play for the San Francisco 49ers. And he said, hey, his manager came out and said, look, uh, Colin's going to stand during the National Anthem this year. And Uh-huh. Too late, Colin. Too late. I mean, I don't want you to be homeless, but you could stay at a hole for mom. Okay, you could stay there. That's about the best I want for you. Uh, way too late. Nobody's going to believe you. Good luck. God bless. Now, there's probably going to be a team that takes you because that's the NFL. Good for them. They can do what they want. But for you to ever be the Colin Kaepernick that you once were, is over, Colin. Don't try to get it back. You're done. Take your big afro and your Black Lives Matter girlfriend from New York and do your whole anti-America thing. Go ahead. And how oppressed you are, how oppressed you are that a family actually adopted you and raised you and, and got you an education good enough to play in the NFL and make millions of dollars, you tell us more and more how oppressed you are, okay? Because your days are done. Nobody believes you, and nobody cares about you, except for maybe your Black Lives Matter girlfriend. And I'd be willing to bet that she probably doesn't care that much for you. But that's just me. And then I heard Opelka mention Reggie Bush. Now, Reggie, you remember Reggie, he's in trouble here, but I remember Reggie was in trouble at USC. I mean, what's-his-face left USC, the Seattle head coach, Left USC after Reggie Bush because he was giving his parents houses and cars. Reggie was getting cash to play at you. I mean, he, he he paid the bill. He got the Heisman Trophy, right? I mean, he he became he was Reggie Bush. But I mean, that was why. Uh, can I think of the head coach's name for Seattle? Who was USC's coach? And it doesn't matter. He's uh, he's the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, and he was the head coach of USC. And I'm sure that he left on his own. And there was never any kind of thing. I'm just reading between the lines and nothing ever really happened like that. Uh-huh. There's no way that he would just up and leave USC without a better offer to go to the NFL, Seattle, leave. He wouldn't he just had enough. It was time for him to move on. And it was just that was the time for the decision. Okay. So anyway, Reggie. Uh, he's got the, his wife's pregnant now, but Reggie uh, Reggie likes the women. Reggie, he's Reggie Bush, right? I mean, he's been he's been Reggie Bush for a long time. And when you're Reggie Bush, he likes the women, and the women like you. 
Yeah. So he's got the wife pregnant, but he's also now got a girlfriend. Or I should, you know, I call her a girlfriend. Really, it's just a sex mate that claims that she had a kid that is now Reggie's. All right. Now, Reggie gave her $3 million to shut up. <laughs> hey, Reggie, I think I'm pregnant with your kid. This is Jeff Fisher. Call me. You give me $3 million, I promise I'll never talk to you again. Of course. So he gives her $3 million with the, the stipulation, look, you don't talk about it, and you get an abortion. She agrees. She doesn't have an abortion. She has the kid, and she starts talking about it. Come on now. Come on. That doesn't make Reggie any less of a, of a dirt bag, I know. But, I mean, he did at least try to deal, you know, he dealt with it. And he's got the wife that's pregnant. And uh, I know that there's some kind of there's some kind of Kardashian rumor with Reggie, too, if I remember, if I remember my E! News post-newscast history. And, um, and But this girl, now this girl, what's her name? Uh, why can't I think of her silly name that went after Reggie? the girlfriend or the sex mate. Um, she, she's married. All right. Now she is one of the females on earth that say, Ooh, a sports star have sex with me. You know what? If I was a female, if I identified as a female at, at any time, I might be the same way today. I identify as a female. Hey, male sports star, have sex with me. I could do that. It's possible. It's possible. But she now is going after Reggie saying, you know, wants money, wants more money. Uh, no. How about that? How about no? Uh, and then they're afraid that it's not even his kid, by the way, because don't forget our, hey, I'm a hot woman. I want to have sex with sports star sex mate. She's apparently had sex with a, a, a list of other sports stars. And apparently now that the word is getting uh, out there, hubby is all wound up and wants, you know, they're having problems. I think that's, I don't think that's true. I bet you that's not true. I bet you that's a, that's a falsehood to try to make people feel bad for them. Because if I'm hubby and I know that my wife is out taking care of little business with the sports guys, right? We're up. She got pregnant. She got three mil. A million bucks for this kid. I mean, I'm living large. I'm saying, hey, there's a basketball game in town. I'll see you next week. <laughs> you know, they're in town for a three-day for a three-day series. Why don't you uh why don't you head out to the stadium? <laughs> three million for that? Come on. I mean I <laughs> You get a couple days off, the wife is gone. She comes back a few months later. There's a check in the mail for two or three mil. That's a good life. That's a good life. So, I mean, it's almost baseball season. Don't you have to get out to spring training and make yourself known? Because, uh, man, it's getting late. Hello. Honey. I mean, that's good living right there. So, Reggie, I don't know what. I mean, he's just got a hard time. The wife's pregnant. He's put some through, put some through sometimes. He's on the tail end of his career. And he, he was great. He really was. He was great. And he, you know, I know he wasn't, uh, I guess, 
He really didn't pay off in the NFL too well, but he was pretty good in New Orleans. And he, you know, he, was good. He, was just, he was always fun to watch. But I feel, you know, you can't feel sorry for the guy. He's the one out messing around with his wife. But you do kind of feel sorry for him because he did own up to the fact, okay, you told me you were pregnant with my kid. Okay. All right, so instead of saying, hey, prove it to me that it's my kid, he said, okay, so it's possible that it's my kid. Tell you what. I don't want to have it. I don't want you to be burdened with it. Have an abortion. And here's $3 million. She said okay. And now she's coming back on that deal and then expects Reggie to be all mushy-mushy and say, okay, I'll take care of the kid. No. I got to tell you, no. And if it comes back to his kid, I bet he does. Whether court ordered or not, I bet he does. Because he he obviously – has, he's got other children, and he obviously paid the money up front that he didn't want the kid, but he has enough money, trust me. He's given this chick three mil to go have an abortion. Hey, Reggie, by the way, did I mention um, I'm pregnant with your child? So call me. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. I don't. I don't know. I, I could go into a camping story now, and I was actually thinking about doing it, but you know, I just. But one of the things I like about scout camps, just let me say this to you: one of the things that are one of my favorite things about scout camps, not scout camping, but just the scout camps in themselves, is that most of them. You get there and you go, hey, it's Bill Scout Camp. We're here. Yay. And you turn in. And then you drive and the the Tarvey road that you were on stops being Tarvey. And you still have to drive for another 20 freaking minutes. On, <laughs> on gravel. And bumpy roads where the plows have come. <laughs> I love scout camps. Did I mention that? Oh, then you get back there, all the way back there where the camp is so beautiful. Oh, man. Look at that. And you go down a couple more hills around the... And you don't want to pull too far off the side of the road because there's some bushes there that have some some tongs in them that would give you cut right through rubber, give you a flat tire. There's nothing, no place else you want to change a flat tire than right there, the side of a mountain overlooking the beautiful lake, though. It's so beautiful. Anyway, so... Tuesday night, uh, President Trump spoke to the joint sessions of Congress and, uh, you know, the country. And uh, his ratings were, you know, I guess Trump will tell you his ratings were tremendous, but they, you know, they were pretty good. And he, and he was and he was fine. For Donald Trump, for the President of the United States, he was fine. He sounded great. He was found a presidential. I got it. But at the same time in Fort Worth, not a lot of people showed up. Huh, I wonder why a lot of people didn't show up to the Fort Worth ISD Board of Trustees meeting on a Tuesday night when the president is speaking. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you figure it out. 
Uh, they had a symbolic uh, measure uh, welcoming and being inclusive for all students and all families, regardless of their immigration status. More than 53,000 Fort Worth students. This is pretty amazing. More than 53,000 Fort Worth students identify as Hispanic. That's pretty, that's a big number. That's 63% of the district students. I mean, that's a big number. Now, several people commented. Uh, One of my favorite was this man who made a point of how he felt. No matter where you come from, the color of your skin, every child deserves that education. Yeah, you know what? No. You know what? No, no, no. No, no, they don't. I mean, every child, child, you know, should have it available to them. They don't necessarily deserve it, though. They just don't give it to them. And then my favorite. My favorite this lady could actually be uh, turned into one of my new favorite people in the entire country. Because she makes a point that is so heartfelt and from the gut and tells you exactly how how we should feel and, and why we should feel that way. Children just in my neighborhood are potentially laying their heads down at night worried about losing someone in their family to deportation. Wait, what? What was that, baby? Potentially laying... Children just in my neighborhood neighborhood. are potentially laying their heads down at night worried about losing someone in their family to deportation. Maybe you didn't hear my uh, gang story earlier but children in my neighborhood are potentially laying their heads down on their pillows at night worried that they could potentially be murdered by illegal immigrants. But hey, that's just my This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.